Hi, this is Danielle Crissa from The Jealous Curator, and this is episode 214 of Art for Your Ear. Today's episode is supported by Storyblocks, an online treasure trove of media that you can use to tell your own stories. Now, they don't just have images. They do have lots of beautiful images, but they've also got music and zillions of gorgeous videos. Storyblocks makes it possible for creators like us to keep up with the growing demands for modern video content so that we can bring all of our stories to life without being stopped by the time, high costs, and gear required to shoot original content. Storyblocks has affordable subscriptions, unlimited downloads, and inclusive content. To learn more about Storyblocks, visit them at storyblocks.com A-F-Y-E. That's A-F-Y-E as in art for your ear, of course. So today's episode features an Estonian photographer in London. Kind of sounds like a film I'd really, really want to watch. (laughs) Anyway, if you follow me on Instagram, I know you already know about this artist. Sirle Reitma, I hope I'm saying that properly, has quickly become known for her ongoing series titled Eha. Now, what does Eha mean? I thought maybe it was an uh, like an acronym or abbreviation because she writes it in all caps, E-H-A. So what does that stand for? Or is EHA maybe Estonian? Maybe it means something like a fabulous or fashion goddess? Well, close, because it's her mother's name who happens to be absolutely wonderful and fabulous and up for just about anything um, as part of being a muse behind this beautiful series. Want to find out all of the behind the scenes? Me too. Okay, we are jumping in with Sirly in London, mid-celebration that we're finally talking to each other. There you Better? are. Yeah! Yay! Yay! Oh, it's so nice to meet you. I know, very, very lovely. Oh. Yeah. Okay, first thing I need to know is how to pronounce your name properly. Sirli. Oh, okay, I can do that. And yeah. how do you pronounce your mom's name? Eha. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. But you never yeah. know, no? Yeah, Sirli Raitma, Eha Raitma. I don't know if I can do it's the quite, um, accent. It's quite tricky, yeah. <laughs> um, you know what, I think... Um, I think we're just gonna jump in and go. Okay. What do you think? Say so. Yeah. Um, Oh, and just so you know, I do edit. So if if we say stuff that you don't want to say, I can chop it out. Excellent. Uh, Yeah. That's the best news. Yes. (laughs) I don't like you. We're gonna have like uh, awkward moments. I can't find a word and. I know. And then there's always like random, you know, there's a sneeze or there's something and it's just like, uh, yeah, I, I don't like doing the um, Instagram live things. Ooh, I don't like that. Oh, I like, I like the control. It's so tricky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I know. Um, okay. So let's just jump right in. I can't remember when or how I found you. Yeah. Wasn't that, that was long my question ago? to you. It's like, how did you find me? Is um I have no idea, uh, but I saw the first picture of your mom, not realizing that it was your mom, of course, thinking, yeah. wow, this is just such a cool photo. And then I just followed the rabbit trail and yeah. then found all, you know, your Instagram and your site and then the story. And I was like, this is the coolest thing <laughs> ever. And then I wrote a post about it in my newsletter. And I have to be conscious of size when I write those newsletters because for people's inboxes, right? I can't send like a 20 meg file, but I was like, I have to include this photo and this photo and this one and this one. And I was like, okay, this is going to be, this is going to like break people's inboxes because I just loved so many. Oh, yeah. Your post was amazing. Thank you so much. I mean, uh, yeah. How did you find me? I was... Suddenly, I saw there was so many followers coming on my way, and I was like, "Where is it coming from?" And it was it was you. <laughs> well, look at that. I have no idea how. I don't know where I stumbled upon it, but I saw one photo, and that was the end of that. And now you're here, which I'm so happy about. Um, okay, so we have to rewind, yeah. and I want to hear about what you were like as a little kid in Estonia. Did you have a camera strapped to you at the time? Like, what were you, were you artsy? What were you like? Oh, so I grew up in a really small town in Estonia uh, called Surayani, 
and it was really tiny. Um, but it was very busy and it was, um, it had its school there. I mean, all neighboring villages, kids came to, came to that school. We had the culture house. Uh, I was singing in a choir. Um, I think as a child, I wanted to be, uh, become a singer. Wow. Um, I, we didn't have a camera. I don't think we had a camera in the house. All of our family photographs are probably taken by my uncle. Yeah. So when he was around, we have photos. <laughs> if he wasn't around, we have nothing. So to be honest, we don't have many photos of our family. That's why. Wow. Uh, oh my gosh, that's yeah. amazing considering but, what you're doing now. But later on, I think uh, my sister got the got the camera and uh, I might have borrowed it for a little while just to take some some uh, pictures of my friends and uh, but that was it. Wow. So we did not yeah. Were you um did you paint or draw or anything like more than a normal kid would? I don't think so. I really don't think so. I was more like a wild child. I I, I spent my uh, my school holidays with my granny. So she was living in the countryside and uh, I just, I was there all summer. I was running around. Uh, oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it was, I was more like a outside yeah. country, country child. Yeah, running yeah. around. That was our, that was my growing up too. I mean, I was also like a crazy art kid, but we live, um, I've moved back now to my tiny town that I grew up in mm-hmm. and um, it's a little more developed than it was back then, but uh, we are surrounded by orchards, peach orchards, apples, mm-hmm. um, cherries. And so there was a lot of time just like running around in orchards yeah. and cutting through to the beach and eating peaches on your way through. And it was pretty yeah. great. Oh, we didn't have a beach. We didn't have a, yeah. I think we had like a little lake. My, my, my dad took me there and I learned to swim in a small little lake, I think. But the seaside, I can't even remember when I first saw the seaside. <laughs> so, really? So we, we didn't travel much. We just stayed put. Yeah. Um, we didn't have a car. Um, only we took a bus, maybe the nearest town. Uh, to go to the market but that was about it so yeah we didn't travel we didn't have holidays abroad um, because well probably because Estonia was still part of uh, Russia okay I was looking on a map today and I yeah okay go on yeah so uh, so was it like a state or something or what was how it was part of uh, part of Russia. So oh. we only got our freedom back in 1991. Wow. So, so when I was a child, I mean, we didn't travel. Yeah. So I, I think when, um, when people traveled, they went to um, uh, Leningrad, Moscow, um, that, but all foreign travel for us, where we are came from, like that was not happening at all. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, when was that? Like in the eighties kind of thing? Yeah. So I bought 75. So eighties. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, uh, Olympic games happening in Moscow and that was a big thing. And, uh, so yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My husband is from Poland and, um, they came to Canada in the early eighties. Um, but they had to escape basically. They had to. Oh yes. Yeah. It was crazy. And then they came to Canada. Lots of Estonians also escaped to, to Canada. Lots of went to Sweden who could. Mm. So Sweden, and then there's a big community, I think in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. It was all times. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, when you, well, I'm, I'm skipping ahead. So, you graduate high school are you still thinking you're going to be a singer what, what's your plan no no i i was um i was almost 18 when i had a kid wow 
So my son, yeah, was born when I was almost 18. And then uh, I was too busy uh, raising him. Yeah. Uh, so all my, it's like, I had no dreams. I was just, you know, one day at a time. Um, it was really hard being so young and have a kid. But, uh, but somehow we did it. Yeah. Um, so, and then I moved to, uh, I moved to Tallinn, the capital, which was, I mean, it was a big city for me then. It was very different life, but it was more like, okay, now I have a kid. I have to look after this little man. And, uh, was it just the two of you that moved? Uh, it was uh, my boyfriend. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And me, so it's two of us. Yeah. Uh, he was working then um, a lot just to keep us financially uh, secured. Um, I stayed home with him uh, for a year and then uh, I started working. So my mom came to, to us to look after him while mm. I was working or when she could, uh, all the free time she could get. So she was looking after then him. And uh, so all my, yeah, I couldn't go to university because of that. And, uh, but I was creative. <laughs> I find myself a job. I, I learned new things. I looked after the kid and uh, I think it was still okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if that's what your reality is at that moment, then that's mm. what you're doing, right? Like, that's what you're doing. Yeah. And you just have to, you know, carry on and and make the best of it yeah and that motherly love goes a long way that's for sure <laughs> when yes. you've got this little cute guy yeah. that you're yeah. madly in love sure. with yeah nice what you can do yeah. yeah and so um well when when did you go move to london and why well um so my sister had moved um to New Zealand wow. uh, before 2000, uh, year 2000, and uh, and my mom would, moved with her. Oh, and uh, and so they were already far away. And then uh, a year later, they moved to uh, Jersey, which is Channel Island. Mm -hmm. And um, and I was working at that time uh, in. A, uh, with Scandinavian Airlines oh and uh, so I could I could go and see them as often as I could uh, flying with ID tickets because it was more affordable then yeah and then, um, and then there was a point was like okay everybody else is using my the ID tickets to go to New York and Singapore and Thailand I mean it was and I was just flying to UK. It was like, it doesn't make any sense. And then uh, suddenly my dad died. Ooh. So he had a heart attack uh, when he was 54. Ooh. And then I was, okay, there's nothing holding me here now. Uh, and uh, I packed my bags. I had then separated from my boyfriend already. Uh, so it was just me and my son. And uh, I think we had two suitcases and uh, and two rucksacks, and off we off we went. Oh my! How <laughs> old was your son that, at that point? He was he was eleven. Okay. Um, and uh, he had amazingly like uh, good English. I think he uh, in Estonia when you when he was watching uh, cartoons, he could just pick it up from there which was wow. amazing. So, so he, he struggled a tiny bit at the start at school, but, uh, but then, you know, kids, they learn the language so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and he did, he did really good. Yeah. Wow. And so you're there. So your, your mom and sister were both there. Yes. So I lived in Jersey for two years and then, uh, then I met, uh, uh, a funny Irishman, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's the perfect Irishman's name. <laughs> yeah, I know. Perfect. Uh, and then, uh, then it was time to pack my bags again and uh, we moved to London. Wow. Um, uh, so I've been now here um, almost 16 years. Wow. 
All right. Okay. So now you've got a teenager. Mm-hmm. You're in London. You've got Pat the Irishman. Yes. Now do you pick up a camera? Almost. <laughs> I have another child then. Okay. Another child. We had a little daughter called Emily. Uh, she's now 13. And uh, because I had all this time again on my own with with a child, and uh, then I think I picked up the camera and I started to take pictures of her. Ah. And uh, and then uh, walking in the parks, I had my camera with me. I had buggy and then the camera, and uh, I started to take pictures of uh, you know mushrooms and flowers and uh, and the shadows here and there. And uh, and uh, and and my son was then um, studying photography uh, for his uh, GCSEs. Oh. And he. <laughs> Oh my God, he he got he had a very inspirational uh, photography teacher, and every time he had a lesson, he came back and he was like you know you know full of life and uh, so inspired, and he just brought back this uh, crazy photography books, and uh, and I started looking through them, and uh, so he totally inspired me that there was something in there, and then wow. while I was taking photo photos with the uh, with auto. You know, auto focus, auto everything. Yeah. And he then said, you know, maybe you try the manual. Maybe you try, you know. And then he was showing all these tricks, what you can do with the camera, and and then I was off. Wow. Uh, then I I found uh, deer in Richmond Park. Uh, I I know very, those for yeah yeah very lucky to live uh, just twenty minutes drive from uh, from us and um, gosh then I I honestly I, that was like a different world that was a different world because uh, it was a little bit of me time yeah just me and the camera and the uh, and the fog and the deer and. I think a little bit of your, I, like of your the wildness of your childhood in a way to just sort yes, of yes yeah it was going back in time so yeah. I was this you know I was back in the in a nature yeah and uh, and I think that's where I started to figure out about uh, what I can do with the camera mm-hmm. because there the light was playing you know. Uh, and uh, I, I, I went there early, early in the morning. I put the alarm on. Um, I looked at the forecast. There's a fog coming. So I knew there will be more interesting pictures uh, coming or possibilities for the pictures. And, uh, and composition. I mean, I, I could just play with the composition. I could, you know, zoom in manually I mean just walk into it and uh, and see what what I can do with moving around with the camera so so that I think it was magical time for me well the photos are magical like it looks like a a dreamland you know because of the light and the fog and the silhouette and so did the deer were they did they run away from you or were they pretty calm they are very calm I mean they are they're just roaming around free there. Uh, they are so used to seeing people. Uh, right. But they, I think uh, you need to respect them. You don't go too close to them. Uh, you have to. They live there. I'm the visitor. Right. And uh, and I think as long as you, you keep the distance and don't interrupt them too much, they, uh, they're kind of there. And they, yeah. you know, they just... You don't have to whistle to get their attention. They, you just suddenly, like you, you step on a, on on something, and they they look at you, yeah. <laughs> and there you go. There yeah. You get click. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And can nice. I ask the the red dress series? Is that is that your daughter? That's my daughter. Oh, yes. I wondered that. Yeah. I wondered that. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so one. amazing. Yeah. So did you take any classes or did you just figure all of this out on your own and your son coming home and telling you all the things? And Sam has been my uh, technical. Yeah. yeah. He's our family IT and technical support. <laughs> <laughs> Every family needs one of those. <laughs> yes. 
yeah you need one but i i I signed myself up, or actually I bought myself a Christmas present um, at the National Portrait Gallery. They were running a Taylor Wessing um, uh, exhibition and part of that, they, they had the, a workshop, photography mm. workshop. And I was like, okay, I love that exhibition, absolutely love it. So I think I'm gonna go and I have nothing to lose. I mean, I have, not much experience but i will go so it was two days workshop and uh yes i learned quite a lot from that it's like <laughs> you still have lots to learn <laughs> did you feel intimidated going to that or just excited oh so definitely yeah because that was the first time i could you know i'm surrounded with the other photographers and uh, i was like okay i'm just you know i'm a beginner and uh and it's like, um, I don't know even know if it's if it's for me, mm. but it was very inspiring. And um, and the, uh, Graham Robertson was uh, was running it. And uh, he said, well, because I asked the questions, I was so like, I didn't know which direction to go. Like, I love my uh, I love to taking pictures of deer. I love to take pictures of architecture. Um, people, yes. Do I go and do weddings? I was like, I don't know what to do. It's like uh, street photography. So I was, I just have to like, in, I have to figure out what's the next step. And he said, you know what? Whatever you decide to do, do it for six months ah. and then you know, if then you know if you like it or it's something else you need to find. That's such good advice. Yeah. So uh, so instead of trying a little bit of here and a little bit of there, I was like, okay, actually, you know, I will, I'll do that, and I decided to do uh, portraits. I didn't know how yet, but I was like, okay, <laughs> I like portraits. <laughs> And um, and then I think my mom was uh, just because she she's she lives with me, and uh, she was very easy to have uh, as a model. <laughs> she was so handy, so I didn't have to go far, you know. But uh, so I thought, okay, let's let's try something. And I think first. First, uh, you uh, on my website you can see I've tried to do like Whistler's mother. Yes. Yeah. Where uh, it's just done in our kitchen and just fooling around, just fooling around with the camera and trying different things. And uh, so there was nothing serious about it, but it was just started as a some. I will try. Yeah. And yeah. so did you? I mean, you obviously loved it. Oh, yes. Yeah. I and did you leave? Yeah. Did you leave the deer in your past? Like, did you did you go and photograph the deer again, or were you like, no, I'm staying in the kitchen with my mom? Uh, there was times I I wanted to go back, but you know, if you you've been there, right? I don't think. Yeah, it was like I tried a couple of times to go back, but then uh, it was like, no, no, something Just, else was calling you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and I noticed that the first few um, rounds of, of work with your mom, it was all black and white. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was that a choice. Like, why, why did you do that? I think I just didn't know the, about color much. Mm. And uh, you sure do now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But it was, I think it was the safest uh for me or i again i was experimenting i was experimenting because all the deer pictures i had done with the color but suddenly i had a person there with the skin color and uh and it was very different um and i was just i felt okay i will i'll experiment with the black and white mm -hmm. um but of course with my mom at the same time it was um we had because we have been looking after her for so long and she's been living with me and my sister uh i think we were just getting 
too busy and she become really lonely oh. and, uh, at the time when i when i got her in front of my camera i could see like she was she was not she was not good mm -hmm. like uh, her self-confidence was so down um uh, and uh, she was very moody she was uh, she was very sad like she yeah, didn't know how to express her feelings. So, so she was diagnosed with uh, depression. So she went on uh, antidepressants, mm -hmm. and uh, and then it was uh, it was it it became something something else than just me trying to take pictures of her. Uh, it was also finding the relationship again what we had yeah. kind of a little bit of lost, you know, yeah, everyday life. It's just, you know, everybody's so busy and I was trying to do, uh, learn my photography with the deer and stuff. And, uh, and then when I, when we, when we had our first photo shoot with black and white photos, there was like something I could see that, you know, with, um, she, she, came a little bit of life yeah like back to life and uh, and that gave me something it's like oh maybe there is you know maybe that's one way of spending more time together and uh, so I did started to take her everywhere with me <laughs> and um, yeah that's so amazing and <clears throat> and it's so great that that you know, you said that she was just feeling down and sad and that self-confidence wasn't there. Just pretty amazing that she would then go in front of a camera. I think it's a trust. It's a yeah. trust. You know, there's no, I wasn't a stranger. We, yeah, yes. We, you, you kind of, you trust each other. The trust is already there. Yeah. Let's put it this way. And, uh, and of course it, it, it wasn't anything serious at the time right but like it wasn't going to be she wasn't going to be blown up and put no, on a giant gallery no, wall at that time not no right. for us it was just you know i'm taking picture of my mom for us yeah. just between us you know we'll have something in the uh, for later on yeah it yeah. was it was not the project it was it was nothing it was just you know let's spend some time together let me just you know play around with my camera and uh but then when we we started to um uh like find a different like uh, dresses and uh and costumes and and try to play around with their hair and makeup then we you know when we started to giggle together <laughs> then it it became uh, yeah i think we can do something here like yeah. let's do this as a our little project just and so when you said that you would take her like when she came with you everywhere like would you hmm. when you're out and about you find like crazy sunglasses and you're like oh we're gonna need these yes we yeah. need these ones yes can you try <laughs> these ones on it's so you? funny because did you have when I was little we, we called it a tickle trunk but we it was like all costumes and my mom would just you know some were costumes but some were just like oh, um oh my poor dad he had leopard pajamas <laughs> <laughs> and so my mom when he retired the leopard pajamas thank god for everyone involved um <laughs> those got tossed into the tickle trunk and you know so we had all these crazy costumes that were just in there so that we could dress up or whatever and when i look at the photos of these uh, this ongoing yeah. series i'm like they must have the best tickle trunk anywhere <laughs> <laughs> all the stuff oh. you guys have acquired uh you know we i go uh to car boot sales yeah I go uh, charity shops and uh, you just, you, I think my eye is kind of wandering, go through them and it sometimes it's the color, sometimes it's, it's just, a, just an odd look, yeah. you know, it's different. Well, it's I was going to say, do you go looking street. for stuff or do you just let things appear? 
sometimes I go looking for stuff. Sometimes I need shoes to right. go with something. Right. Uh, sometimes I just go and it's like, maybe, you know, there is, you know, I'll just have a look. Yeah. And, uh, and it's just sometimes in a corner of my eye, something catches and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, this screen, I've seen this screen somewhere else. It's like, oh, I have an idea. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. And does your mom, does she ever choose the stuff or do you just dress her up like your doll? <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, sure. Whatever you want, dear. Just put me in whatever I'm you just, want. I'm just so lucky. She's honestly, she's playing along with my, my craziness. Oh my <laughs> I, she, um, she comes up sometimes with, the, with the, some ideas, but I'm yeah. like, oh, maybe. <laughs> look, look, it's lady, really you're just fun. the model. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm the artist here. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so what, what was it? Was it a crazy pair of glasses or what was it that made you go, let's try this in color? It must have been a very colorful outfit. Yeah. Very colorful outfit. And uh, then it was, we have to show it now. Yeah. Like, uh, and, uh, I and then I think I started to play around a little bit with makeup. Yeah. Because I, I do the makeup, I do the hair, I found the clothes, and I think it was the like a little bit of pink in the eyeshadow. Yeah. And, uh, and then it's like, okay, this has to be color. It can't yeah. be black and white anymore because, you know, half of the picture is lost. Yeah. I love the orange eyeshadow. You've used the orange uh, eyeshadow a few times. I just yeah. love that she's up for it. You know, she's just such a, oh my gosh, I just remembered how I found you. Ha, how was that for creating a little suspense? <laughs> I will tell you how I found her work in a minute because it suddenly struck me out of nowhere. But before I do, I want to say a quick thank you. Since the beginning of this season, the creative folks at Storyblocks have been supporting Art for Your Ear, which I appreciate so much. Creative people who support other creative people are my favorite kind of people. In each episode, I've mentioned the fact that they offer unlimited downloads of photos, music, and video, and that they have affordable subscriptions, and that they're working really hard with their initiative called Restock to support underrepresented creators. Because you can't tell stories that speak to everyone without including everyone. Anyway, I also wanted to suggest following them on Instagram because there is so much stuff over there. They have beautiful features on Indigenous creators, tips on how to use their Maker Editor app, um, best practices for telling great stories using video, because what is the point of downloading gorgeous images, video, and music if you're not sure how to put it all together, right? Right. Well, no worries. They will help you with all of that. Check out storyblocks.com slash A-F-Y-E art for your ear, storyblocks.com slash A-F-Y-E to check out their library, uh, to try their maker app. And while you're there, click on their little Instagram icon to see what they've got going on over there. Okay, wanna find out how I came across Cirely's work? Let's jump back in. The painter, there was a painter <gasps> who painted one of the photos of your mom. Shanna Wilson? Yes. Yes. And I found and, that painting. I, I was I was looking at her and I found that painting. I was like, oh my God, I love this. And then I just read her Instagram caption and she explained where the image came from. And mm. so I clicked over onto you and I was just like, oh, I just got chills thinking about it. I was just like, oh my God, it's like a treasure trove. And, uh, <laughs> and then I was on there for, I don't know how long. And just, yeah, you know, you said like, you guys would have a giggle. It gives oh. other people a giggle, some of them, you know, like... Oh. So We've got amazing feedback from people. I mean, uh, I we had our first uh, solo exhibition in in Estonia, and, okay. uh, and the feedback we got from there. I mean, people, there is the book you people people go and write and say thank you, and uh, oh, but yeah. the feedback was absolutely amazing. I mean, there were and uh, it uh, the age range. 
which who, people who came there, like there was young children who who commented that I love the picture with the balloons. Yes. I love the one where the, when the lady was holding a balloon and didn't fly away. Oh, <laughs> I had I had uh, comments from uh, uh, from uh, mothers who hoped that their daughter will do the same project with them. Oh. I had daughters who brought their moms to the exhibition and said, you know what, maybe it's time we do something like it. And uh, so it was, it was amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have questions. When, what year was that, that you did that show? So that was 2020. 2020. Oh my gosh. Okay. So so... all the Corona and everything happening. So it was supposed to open in January and it got how did that come about like how did that show like how did you go from doing silly things in your kitchen and your mom not having to worry about these being on a gallery wall to them being on a gallery wall well uh i think i got uh, well my my big breakthrough i think was uh when i got into a taylor wessing exhibition and that's wasn't that where you did the workshop yes that's so crazy. So five years on after that workshop, um, I ended up getting my two pictures of my mother into National Portrait Gallery oh in London. God. So you 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 know it was it was very very emotional. It was I couldn't believe it because that was the first year. I, I thought, you know, I have something and I maybe I can send them to some competitions. And uh, <sighs> to get my big two pictures there, it was, you know, I won. I won the, the greatest prize ever. And, uh, and then, um, yeah, from there on, I mean, uh, did this you keep one picture with the with the crazy glasses? You'll have to be more so specific. Much exposure and um, and people have been painting it and uh, drawing and stitching it and uh, you know it's amazing and uh, and then uh, a photographer from Estonia who's been sending also her pictures to. Um, to the competition, she's uh, she saw my name on the shortlisted uh, uh, on the the list, and she was like, "I don't know this person, but it sounds Estonian. It, the name is like Estonian name, but I have no idea who that person is." So she got in contact with me, and uh, and she did an interview for uh, photography magazine in Estonia mm-hmm. and uh, and then she just said I think it's time you we have exhibition in Estonia and I oh was like I'm not ready it's like do you think I could I could have exhibition so I was like no 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 I'm not ready yet I'm not ready yet and uh, I mean it was a dream. It was a dream to have exhibition. <laughs> How many pieces did you have in the exhibition? Uh, there was, I think, 55. Wow. And it was, I mean, Anika Haas, who was creating it, she did amazing job. Amazing. It, it was, uh, it was held in the uh, photography museum uh, in the old town. And uh, it got record number of visitors, considering it was Corona. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was delayed. Everything was still in lockdown. And uh, and when then when they could open the museum again, um, there was no tourists. Right. And of course. Still, I mean, they got. Amazing I'm not surprised at all. I was going to say that's insane, but it's not at all. I'm not surprised at all. How big were the prints? How big did they? Uh, some of them went uh, A3. So what? yeah. And uh, so I, because it was 
everything was locked down. We couldn't go to the opening. And uh, my son, uh, who was at the moment learning and studying the 3D uh, to become a 3D artist. Okay. Uh, he he managed to do a v, uh, like a virtual reality exhibition, build the virtual reality exhibition for my mom. Wow. And so we asked uh, the, the staff in, um, in, the, in the museum to photograph and, and take a little video. So the moment you walk into the gallery, what do you see? So, and based on those materials, he managed to build this virtual reality exhibition for us. So it was pretty amazing. It was pretty, pretty cool. So what um, did your mom think of seeing herself like that? Oh, it, yeah, she's, <laughs> it was so otherworldly. I mean, it was, she was so over the moon. Yeah. Uh, so over the moon. Has she become a prima donna now? She just snaps to have you bring her her tea and whatnot now that she's this, <laughs> this star? No, no. <laughs> In some of the photos, she looks like such a star, like with the sort of the turbany head wrap. And, you know, she just looks like this amazing diva. Oh, Do you have a favorite one? There's so many, but is there any that in your mind is a favorite? Uh, I really like the ones uh, um, when I wrapped her in the in the foil, oh. <laughs> the little foils <laughs> study, and uh, I think I, I love these ones, although they I feel into black and white. Um, I love them yeah. somehow. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, she she gave me so many different expressions and uh yeah yeah she's I such a natural model it's so amazing i love the one um in the tracksuit with the with the oh. big 70s glasses and her hair yeah. all slicked down yes so yeah that made me laugh out loud when i when i looked at that one i didn't expect oh. Oh. sorry <laughs> somebody came home yeah <laughs> um okay i have um two questions that I was thinking of. One, so when you were starting all of this, were you developing your own film or would you take it so like with the deer or with the first series with your mom, did you have somewhere you could develop it yourself or did you have to, or was it digital at that point or what were you doing? All digital. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's been all digital. And again, like um, my, yeah, my, my funny part, from Ireland, he's uh, he's discovered film, and uh, and my son is taking all photographs and film, most or mostly. Okay. Uh, and they have been pushing. It's like, why you're not going to the film? Why you're not? Why you're not using analog? It's like, uh, I think you should try. So, I think that's my that's my next step i'm gonna push myself to go on the film and and try that out yeah but yes my all my earlier ones are all digital oh but see you could do that give yourself that six month challenge again you know try analog for six months and see if you love yeah. it or hate it yes yeah uh, yeah i can yeah. push yourself a little bit you know out mm -hmm. of your comfort zone um mm. I was going to tell you, my mom is a painter. She's a watercolor painter. So mm -hmm. I grew up with this artist in my house and um, we're very different artists. Like she could sit down and draw you perfectly. Mm. I cannot do that. <laughs> I could draw a little stick of you. Um, and so what we, she was here last August and um, I took her down into my studio and she did these really beautiful watercolor paintings, sort of abstract. Mm -hmm. and, and then I added my little collage bits to it um yeah. and we have never done a collaborative thing ever like yeah she's made art I make art we share each you know we show each other and whatever but we've never done it together it was such an awesome experience we made two so that she could take one home and I could have one so we both yeah. have them framed at home yeah. and uh we keep talking about it we're like we have to do that again because it was such a neat Thing. And again, to, just to have this 
art that we made together. Yeah, it's you know? excellent. Excellent. Yeah. And I yeah. love that you guys have done it and that you're inspiring other, you know, moms and daughters to try their own combination just, of things. Yeah, I hope so. I really hope so. It's inspiring and uh and long will it continue? Yeah. Well, can yeah. you even believe this? Oh, no, no. I mean, it's it honestly it was only only for us and the way it's grown and uh the the craziness what's what's come with it uh we we are now uh, part of a estonian expo ex yeah and uh, it's it's a i mean i could not have dreamed about it that uh, we where we are now yeah and it's so cool oh. that it's connected back to where you're from you know like you're doing mm. things in london and stuff but to be part of that you know to to be part of this expo that's mm. you know for your country even though you're not there anymore is so yeah. cool yeah it's absolutely amazing absolutely amazing i mean she's i'm just so lucky so lucky that she's so she's so um wonderful model for me <laughs> yeah and is uh do you have any outtakes there must be so many times where you guys are just laughing hysterically with what you're putting on her oh you you know most of the time um when i'm doing her makeup or when i'm doing the hair uh there's no mirror <laughs> oh that's true so there's lots of lots of guessing what's going on now and sometimes you know i'm gemini so i start with one color and then i was like okay no that's that doesn't work so i start all over again so she has little uh reflection from the from the window or something it's like she could see it's like oh what are you doing with my hair yeah <laughs> like how oh oh wow can you just show me how i look now it's like what is that what are you doing so so it's lots of trust, lots and lots of trust, oh, I think. God. Um, but uh, but it's great. I love the the creativity we can, you know, I love it. Yeah. Um, I wonder, I just had this flash of, uh, does Estonia have a pavilion at, um, at the Venice Biennale? I don't know, is my answer. I don't know either. <laughs> Yeah. Not all countries do. I know that. All countries do probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. But wow. How, how, how big is the biggest, have you ever blown them up really, really huge? Well, the, the, the biggest I've seen is uh, when National Portrait Gallery was uh, advertising the exhibition, uh, Taylor Wessing on the tube stations. And you know, that was, that was big. So and they used your image full, full posters of my mom and uh, and it was all <laughs> over it was all over london and uh, and so when i took my mom on the tube station uh, <laughs> so i told her about it so she's not in a shock shock but right. she was not expecting to see the size of it and uh, so i took her for a little ride um we and i had <laughs> figured out where exactly the doors open so so oh the God. train stops and the doors open and there she was i mean what did was, she how did she react she's like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was, did you take her picture standing beside it i did i oh, did and, uh, and then uh, you you know we were we were standing there and uh, i think it was first time when people then recognized her because she was just standing next to the the big poster yeah and um, and she was so sweet she was uh, i thought first of all she's gonna be like all shy or anything but she was she was so proud of it she was really proud of it she she owned it she was like yes <laughs> That's me. Yes. <laughs> Should have autographed it. It was amazing. It was That's amazing. the coolest yeah. thing. And so, um, I mean, I guess she's probably still on medication. I'm I'm on anti-anxiety medication too, and mm. I love it because it mm. lets me just be myself. Um, yeah. so does she seem like good now? Like 
Do you think between the medication and this project? I think the meds definitely help. They, yeah. they definitely help and keep her uh, in a good place. Uh, yeah. she's, uh, she's stable. She's, she's, yeah, she's definitely stable. And, uh, and, uh, and you can see how, um, you know, all the, the lockdown, I mean, that was, yeah. that was horrendous for all of us. Uh, and she's, you know, she's been missing seeing her friends and uh, and just wandering around uh, going to the cafes with her friends which she was doing again um, and now it's all you know it's gone again so her confidence going out and walking it's um, it's it's coming back but it yeah uh, I think that's for so many people you know I was just saying to a friend yeah. that I was always so go, go, go. And mm. then with lockdown, you're like, you can't go, go, go. And now yeah. I've gotten to the point where it's like, I don't want to go, go, go. I know, I know. <laughs> like, it's it's really mean, hard to get back into yeah, that seeing exactly. people and yes. being, you know. Suddenly it was so busy again. I was like, oh my God, it's so busy. I, I'm not, I don't feel safe. Yeah. Was like, uh, I don't know if I should, you know go on a tube again and it was lots of you know it's if it if I feel like that yeah. then uh, yeah it's I'm I mean for my mom it's it's even you know worse yeah for sure for and, sure uh, um but you really with her friends um she's going to come out of all of this meet them at a cafe and she's become a celebrity over lockdown oh I don't think so London <laughs> is <laughs> No, she had her 2020 no. uh, Estonian um, gallery show, and now she's giant on the tube. And I bet, I mean, if if we were in Estonia and walking around uh, in some of the galleries or something, and people maybe who visited the gallery and saw the exhibition, they might recognize her, but. She, no. You know, it's so funny because um, in the post I put on Instagram, I put, a, I think, four or five of the pieces and then mm -hmm. that the selfie that you took of the two of you. Yeah. And she's laughing in it. And she yeah. looks so different when she's smiling. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't even believe that's her just because she's so stoic at all the photos. And then to see yeah. her smile and not be wearing orange eyeshadow, she does look quite different. She looks different. Yes. yes. <laughs> she can be incognito like and not too famous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I assume there's like things in the works. Are there exhibitions coming up? What's going on? Are you just continue photographing and see what comes next? We continue photographing. Uh, she's, uh, she's amazing. I mean, if I, if I feel like I have nothing, I have no ideas. And she can feel that it's like, so she feels like, okay, what's going on? What's going mm -hmm. on? Are we, and then she looking in the mirror is like, okay, I think, yes, I understand we are done now. It's like this, there's no, there's nothing here to take pictures of anymore. I understand. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's not, it's not you. It's not you. It's like, I'm like, I, I just need to have some ideas and sometimes I have loads of ideas and I just take my sketchbook and I do my sketches and then I write everything down and then I have a little quiet moment where I'm like uh, I don't know what to do yeah and, uh, and every time then when I pick up the camera she's so happy again and she's you know she's excited that you know we'll do it again it's like oh you know and then when I print it out for her uh, she's like, hmm, that's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad. It's so, that's so cool. But we continue, yes. Yeah. And do you have any exhibitions coming up that you know of? Well, the next one uh, is, uh, is part of the expo in Dubai, yeah. and that opens in March. Okay. Um, and going to last for a month. Will you go um, to that? I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I mean, depending all, of course, what the yeah. COVID does and what the restrictions and uh, yeah, what are the yeah. restrictions basically for the travel, but I'm really hoping uh, to go. Have you ever uh, been there? I've never been there. Me either. I'm just, so curious. Yeah. 
very very curious and I so I'm really looking forward to that and uh, and then let's see what else is you never know what's what's happening yeah I know that's just so exciting you know um for me and it's interesting that you said about going to the charity shops that is my favorite place to go for inspiration Mm. um and during lockdown and stuff of course you couldn't go and I was getting so and I didn't connect it I didn't realize that that was my inspiration place so I was getting really stuck in all my work and I couldn't figure it out and then my local place reopened with limited hours and I went I was just like oh my god I feel so much better because you find one (laughs) weird thing you know yeah one weird pair of earrings or one weird you know set of glasses and suddenly it's like there we go you know and and uh, I think it must be the same for you because you know yeah and you know what's interesting is like um this is why I always ask the question were you an artsy kid because you would think people that were artsy kids assume that everyone just was Mm. and um this is why I asked because the fact that you were like, well, no, and I didn't have a camera and this wasn't like my passion. Yeah. And um, the fact that now you are this artist and mm-hmm. you are, it's sort of the first time you're experiencing things like creative blocks because it wasn't like you lived this, you know, creative adolescence where you would face this before. No, no. And yeah. so when you hit a block, do you feel like, Uh, well, I guess your mom is saying, oh, it's all over now. But do you feel like it's all over now? Or do you understand that you just need a little moment and it'll come back? You know, I have, uh, I've had loads of these kind of blocks. And, uh, and sometimes they last a little bit longer than you expect them to be. (laughs) (laughs) And, but I have learned that this is, it's okay. It's okay. Like, Again, I'm bringing up the lockdown. I mean, loads of people, you know, it was it was time for art. It was time to learn new language. It was time to cook and bake and uh, and all of this. And yeah. I was feeling like, blah, like <laughs> I can't do anything. Of, like I I just can't be asked. Yeah. I'm like, uh, it's all in this gray zone for me is like it's so slow and uh and i i i agreed with myself then it's like you know what it's it's okay it's okay it's like i'm sure it's gonna come back (laughs) it's gonna come back it's gonna come back and uh and i think what also helps me is just go and see art go and see the galleries and of course i mean the galleries were all closed, no exhibitions to visit, but uh, the galleries, uh, they did amazing thing. They had uh, online exhibitions, they had online talks and, uh, you know, that really helped. Yeah, that really, really helped. And, uh, and then it's, you know, and if you, if you, if you understand that it's, you know, it's never, it's not going to last forever. Yeah, you just have to give yourself a break and just go with the flow and uh, and inspiration will come. I know. love it. I love yeah. it. That is a perfect place to stop. But we have to do the not so speedy speed round. <laughs> the not so speedy speed round is called that because when I first started the podcast, it was meant to be a speed round like yeah. Favorite thing, but but I always ask follow-up questions, so it's not speedy at all. Okay. Okay. So don't feel pressure to be speedy. Yeah. Um, okay, so first question. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Is always that- coffee. Oh, I can't live without coffee. No, me neither. Well, I was wondering if there's all this, you know, years and years in London, if you if they've bullied you into drinking tea. Oh my god. It's uh, when I moved, I think the coffee tasted different. I was used to very different coffee and I was like, how can they drink that here? You know, it tastes just, (laughs) it's like, it's so different. So it was years I ordered uh, coffee from Estonia and I only drank Estonian coffee. And every time I, so, and then of course I discovered the coffee places. I've like, okay, I can kind of drink that. Uh, (laughs) But then you change, your your taste buds change and, uh, 
yeah yeah I'm, I'm not ordering coffee from Estonia anymore no I was gonna say yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> is it quite a, is it quite strong Estonian it's quite strong it's a Swedish uh, coffee I like yeah and yeah. Uh, I found the Swedish shops here who um, who have it in stock and uh, that's my go, go yeah coffee. yeah I am all coffee all the time I mm. feel like I could just live on it alone um okay favorite dessert <sighs> tiramisu mm. yeah I like a little bit of tiramisu uh I like it. I can make it at home. Oh, and fancy! I, I I like it when it's on the menu in the restaurant. Yeah, I was never a tiramisu person, mm. and then I was in Venice for the first time, and it's on mm. every single menu. And I was eating at this restaurant right by the little apartment I was staying mm. in, and um, the food was so good. And I thought, oh, I'm just gonna, I'll have dessert by myself. And I had ordered the tiramisu. I put it in my mouth. And accidentally, out loud, I went, oh, it was, <laughs> it was so good. I was so embarrassed, but I, could, I physically couldn't control myself. Like, this sound oh. came out of me. And oh. I had that every night for the rest of the, I had that every, for But there is tiramisu and there's tiramisu. That, so. yeah, it was the second one. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Have you ever been to Buckingham Palace? No, I haven't. I've been around it. <laughs> I've been around it, but never in now. Wow. Do they, do they have tours? Like, can you go and... They do have tours. I don't know how it's never happened. Uh, my, I think my mom once said this, like, I, I really want to go. I really want to go. So um, it's on the list. Okay. I have a thing about the queen. I, um, I haven't been doing it recently, but I was incorporating her into all of my collages. And um, I think it's because I'm Canadian. She's on all of her money. It could be that. I see her mm -hmm. all the time, you know, on yeah. her coins. But she also, I figured out, she, uh, she totally reminds me of my grandmother. Oh, how sweet. And they were the same age and the same, you know, they, all this, so she, my grandmother wore all the same sort of, you know, hats and everything. Yeah. So I yeah. have this weird fascination with her. So I was like, I wonder if you've ever been in her house. <laughs> You'll have to take your mom there and do an impromptu photo shoot. <laughs> Cousin Honestly. to the queen. Okay, and final question. Mm -hmm. Would you rather go on a tropical vacation or like a snowy, uh, like a ski vacation? Oh, I would do half and half. <laughs> <laughs> I would do half and half. Uh, I love snow because in Estonia, we used to have snow. In the winters yeah now mm, not every year really but uh that's your global warming yeah uh, so last year the when i saw the pictures uh people posted on instagram and and oh my goodness it was like i miss snow i miss snow so much i wish i was there it was a winter wonderland it was everything i remembered from my growing up you know and uh, skiing and it's just making snowmans and just yeah. playing in the snow and the yeah it was i love it but then then again i love sunshine oh i could you know i'm the one who could be in the beach uh lie there for hours and uh, and get sunburned and uh, and uh, <laughs> So I, I'm Gemini. It's like when there is a oh, choice, yeah. when there's a choice, I'm like, we do week here and a week there. There you go. That's very smart, actually. You don't want to overdo the, you know, you could do the snow first and then go thaw out on the beach for a yeah, week. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, that was all my questions. Oh, <laughs> this was so nice. I'm so, oh. your story, I, I, I knew it was going to be inspiring. I didn't think it was going to be that inspiring. I thought you were going to be like, oh, I studied photography at this school. And then like, I love that you came to it the way you did. Your son must be so proud. Oh, we are very close family. I'm so proud of him, what he's been teaching me. And he can see, you know, his mom is going to do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, right? A mom that can do stuff. Yeah, I yeah. have a mom who can actually do stuff and and such a 
such a fun granny. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we are one very happy family. That is so amazing. Yeah. Well, please tell your mom that I think she is fabulous and I will continue to watch your adventures and please stay in touch and let me know. Um, you know, I'm hoping when this, the world kind of calms down, I've got lots of reasons to come to London for book stuff and whatever. And so if I do, let's go find a really strong coffee somewhere (laughs) and, uh, and we'll bring your mom and the orange eyeshadow on her oh thank you so much for having me and uh yeah please come to london i'll find the best coffee place and (laughs) we'll have such a good time and maybe we'll go and see the queen oh yes i'll give her a quick call and see if she's available i'm sure she loves coffee too she just (laughs) pretends she loves tea but i bet liz is a coffee drinker (laughs) all right well thank thank you you so much much, and i will see you online see you okay bye so much bye Can you even imagine a coffee date in London with a fabulous photographer and Liz? Hello, dream date. Ah, Everything Cyrilie and I talked about is over on my site, thejealouscurator.com slash blog. So pop over and take a look. Thank you so much to Cyrilie for coming on the podcast to share her super inspiring story. Thanks to Storyblocks for supporting yet another episode. And as always, Thank you for listening. There will be a brand new episode of Art for Your Ear in two weeks. See you then.